0: Hello, and welcome back to Nature and Science for Kids. I'm your host, Moosejaw Matt. Have you ever thought you knew something, but it turned out to be something different than what you originally thought? That's a little confusing, but that's what happened to some scientists in the Gulf of Mexico. Find out more after our intro song. Scientists have been studying a group of whales in the Gulf of Mexico. It's called the Gulf of Mexico because it's a large gulf surrounded by Mexico and southern states, including Florida. The Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico and the Florida Peninsula are the openings to the gulf. We're not talking about golf courses here. We're talking about a gulf, G-U-L-F. It's technically a deep inlet of the sea, almost entirely surrounded by land, it's almost a lake, or a separate sea, but there is a part that connects to the rest of the ocean. It's like someone took an ice cream scoop and whoosh, scooped out a big part of the coast. If you look at a map, you can almost imagine Florida connecting with Mexico to form a ring. Anyway, scientists were there, in the scooped out part, studying ice cream flavored whales, I mean, just whales, they were studying what they thought were Brutus whales, If you look at the word Brutus, it looks like it should be pronounced brides, like the lady who walks down the aisle on her wedding day. But no, just when you think you know how to read and pronounce letters properly, the English language just, bam, surprises you. It's as if, for certain words, they decide they would use random letters without thinking about how they should sound. I'm a teacher, and these things get me a little riled up. Let it go, Moosejaw. Let it go. Just as I thought Brutus should be pronounced brides, so the scientists thought they were studying Brutus whales, but they weren't. It was an entirely new species confirmed just this month in February. How do you like that? 2020 gave us COVID, but 2021 has given us a new whale called Rice's whale. It was named after Dale Rice, the first person to observe and document their presence in the Gulf of Mexico. To document means to write down what is observed so other people know. Before I share some fabulous and fun facts about the Rice's Whale, well, it's a good time to talk about measurements. In the United States, we use a system called U.S. Customary. This includes pounds, feet, inches, ounces, teaspoons, tablespoons, and other confusing units you probably have a hard time remembering. I won't hold back my opinion. I'd be happy to see it go away. Most of the rest of the world uses what's called the metric system, and for good reason. The brilliance of this system is the easy conversion. Do you know how many ounces go into a pound? It's 16. Do you know how many inches go into a foot? That one's a little easier, it's 12. But still, it can be hard to remember those random numbers unless you use them regularly. With the metric system, everything is based in tens, not 4 or 12 or 16 or other random numbers. For this reason and others, scientists use the metric system. We will reference it from time to time for our wonderful international listeners. Thank you for joining us. Back to the rice's whale. Rice's whales can weigh up to 60,000 pounds. When things weigh that much, it can be helpful to convert it to tons. In the US system, we call those short tons. 2,000 pounds converts to one short ton. So the rice's whale weighs 30 short tons or about 27 metric tons. Since short tons and metric tons are so similar, we will stick to short tons from here on out. And to keep it even simpler, we'll just say tons. So the rice's whale weighs 30 tons. For comparison, a bottlenose dolphin weighs about 400 pounds or 180 kilograms. That's one-fifth of a ton. It would take 150 dolphins to weigh as much as the rice's whale. And a blue whale, the largest animal in the world, weighs around 190 tons. It would take about six rice's whales to weigh as much as one blue whale, and they would still be 20,000 pounds under. Wow. Now, how long do you think the rice's whale is? It can grow up to 42 (laughs) feet long. That's as long as about seven tall adults standing on top of, wait, 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 wait. No, not standing. That's not a good idea. Why would they do that? But seven tall adults, maybe lane end-to-end. End. A bottlenose dolphin is about 12 feet long, so about two adults. So three and a half dolphins would equal one rice's whale in length. Now how about the blue whale? How long is it? 105 feet long. That's huge. Two and a half rice's whales would be as long as one blue whale. While scientists don't know for sure, they estimate that Rice's whales probably live for about 60 years. They get this number by comparing with other similar whales. Rice's whales are only found in the Gulf of Mexico, based on current knowledge. So the question is, how did they figure out it was a new species? It wasn't that these whales have never been seen before, but because they are so similar to the Brutus whales and because they are so rare, it took years to prove. What made the difference was when one of the whales died and was beached in the Florida Everglades. It gave the opportunity for researchers to compare its skull bones with the similar Brutus whale, and voila, a separate and new whale species. Unfortunately, they are rare. There are fewer than 100, with some estimates as low as 33. That is not very many, especially with negative interaction with humans, such as oil spills and ship collisions. So even just one of these whales dying is a pretty big deal, the differences between the Brutus and Rice's whales were so slight, it was hard to determine that they were separate species, much like truth and error. Obvious lies are easy to spot, and we generally turn away from them quickly in disgust. Ugh! What's more dangerous and difficult to spot is when a little error is mixed with a lot of truth and good. Did you know people used to smoke cigarettes and thought they were doing something good for their lungs? Companies lied and said cigarettes were good for your health. Did you know people used to have material in their homes that caused cancer? It's called asbestos. Many homeowners were told to install it in their homes because it was a fire retardant. Since it didn't catch fire, it was thought to be a good material to build with, but still bad for the health. A lot of truth mixed with some error. Did you know that some people believe others are less valuable because of their skin color or where they were born? They have been lied to. Someone told them or showed them by example that some humans don't deserve to be treated fairly. It's a lie, though, and dangerous, just like living with asbestos. The truth of the matter is that God loves you. God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. He sees you, and He knows you, and He still has a plan for your life, even when you mess up. The book of Proverbs reminds us to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. Talk to Him about it, and He will direct your paths. We live in a world filled with error and lies, but God will guide us. He promises to. Now it's time for our mystery sound. Josiah, a patron in Pennsylvania, is going to be guessing our sound. But you can guess along with him. Get your ears ready! Sounds like dinosaurs and birds roaring. Our next episode is made with dinosaurs. Tune in next week to hear our next episode. Also, we will be featuring some new guests on our show. You! Have your parents help you record sharing how you've been exploring your world. Maybe you took a hike in the woods, learned about snow, or watched birds at a bird feeder. There are so many ways to explore what God has created. Once you record how you've explored your world, send me the audio and I'll share it in a future episode. Send your media to natureandscienceforkids at gmail.com. That's natureandscience, number four, kids at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Moosejaw Mack. Until next time, keep exploring your world.